Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziani. More than ever, we at CI see the access control sector of the commercial tech market as a gateway, where access control integration jobs used to focus on just one function of a system. They now serve as like a vehicle for integrators to add value through other similar technology. On today's episode of AV Plus, we hear from Hank Monaco, the VP of Marketing at a pretty large security-oriented integrator, Johnson Controls about different ways integrators can boost their business in the access control space. But first, a little housekeeping. You can learn more about AV Plus online at commercialintegrator.com slash podcast and on Twitter by searching the hashtag AV Plus pod. That's A-V-P-L-U-S pod on Twitter. Would appreciate it so much, too, if you could take a moment to hit subscribe and rate us on iTunes, if that's where you're listening from. It really helps us reach more AV pros trying to find quality podcasts. Okay, back to the show. Since access control systems tend to rely on the network these days, it's pretty obvious that the heads of IT are becoming the people for integrators to build relationships with. Likewise, integrators also need to build their skills by watching whatever IT directors watch, so to speak. Here's CI Editor-in-Chief Tom LeBlanc speaking with Hank Monaco of Johnson Controls. We hope you find that conversation and the insights therein as interesting as we do. First of all, when we think about those uh, B2B customers, who do you think is typically making decisions about access control for organizations? It used to be somebody like a facilities manager or security manager or something like that. But do you think that now uh, access control decisions are falling more into the IT realm? Yeah, great, great question. You know, we're, we're finding that uh, depending on the type of business and their requirements and the way that their security practices are applied, there are a range of decision makers. And more and more, uh, particularly in larger enterprises, we certainly are seeing IT folks get engaged um, uh, facility managers and, and security directors were, uh, have, are, are still playing a very important role in the decision-making process, uh, but certainly as um, our applications are riding on an IT infrastructure and, and are integrating with other building systems for our customers, um, IT folks are certainly engaged in the process and, and bring a point of view to the table, which really places a requirement on us as an integrator to be real smart and IT savvy um, as we think about uh, servicing our customers and ensuring that we uh, we can grow as they grow. I want to get you to talk a little bit about that, particularly Internet of Things, IoT. Can you talk about why there's a connection between access control and IoT? There's there's no question that as we as we centerize uh, virtually um, all of our environments, that access control can really be um, a a key component of uh, of a large integrated environment, uh, one in which um, there can be um, all types of of additional benefits um, ascribed to the to the uh, to the integration and, and to the access control. So it, it it's as you said, it's more than just um, entering and exiting a building, and it's also a way for um, our customers to um, to really work with um, ways in which they can control their environment more broadly. Um, they can integrate it with ways to to make sure that it's managed with. Uh, lighting control and temperature control, and and uh, there are all kinds of uh, functional benefits that way. 
And I think it's incumbent upon us as an industry to think about how we can create standards going forward. So today we have standards within technology um, brands uh, and within our Tyco brands, as an example, Software House and Cantech, um, but, but also uh, beyond those brand platforms so that we can really make it a more seamless experience for our customers. So as the world becomes uh, more sensorized, that we can do a, a really good job at, at meeting our customers' needs and with various upgrades and, and integrations over time, uh, that these multiple platforms can work together and deliver a seamless benefit to our customers. Cause, because all of our customers feed back to us that they're all trying to do more, um, they're all trying to manage costs out of their business, and they're all trying to make it easier for uh, their end users and their internal teams uh, to, to use their systems and, and to provide a safer and a more secure and a, and a more sustainable environment as well. As these access control solutions kind of broaden, I'm wondering about you know the physical part of access control. Like, is, I, I guess that a lot of companies are probably going beyond the typical old access control security card that we're used to. And I know there are, are some new exciting uh, uh, platforms for access control, such as biometrics and and other things. I want you to talk about where that's going. Is the card going away? What, what are what are what are people using nowadays? Yeah, it's interesting because I I don't know that I'd say the card is going away, but I we do hear that folks are looking for a more frictionless environment, and so whether that is retinal scans or um, whether it's other types of biometrics, uh, whether it's near field communication, whether it's the use of phones as a replacement for a card. There are many ways that uh, credentialing is being reviewed uh, so that um, as the technology improves and our systems are getting smarter, um, that it can, um, they can really enable a a more seamless customer experience. Um, You know, one of the things that we are really working towards is ensuring that um, there aren't, you know, false positives and, and that there aren't ways in which uh, we are compromising the safety and security of uh, of our customers, and so that's that's a big area of focus for us. Um, and and so uh, those are some of the real advancements that we're beginning to see, and and it really does revolve around ensuring that we have the most robust uh, and the richest and uh, safest environment, and do it in a way that's going to uh, enable um, our our customers to have their employees. Uh, get from place to place in, in as easy a way as, as possible. You know, things are moving so fast. And one of the things I mentioned at the beginning was that, you know, it, it's not really necessarily a security manager type or a facilities manager who's making the access control decisions these days. It's it's likely somebody in the IT department. And, you know, one of the reasons I think that is, is because security is only kind of the tip of the iceberg when it comes to what access control can provide. And along those lines, I think it kind of requires organizations to rethink their strategies around access control. And, you know, there there are opportunities that they can be taken advantage of, but they can't do so without a good strategy around what they want to do with an access control solution. Can you talk about what you think organizations ought to be rethinking and ought to be uh, reevaluating when it comes to strategic goals? Yeah, sure. In fact, I, I think you you brought up and, and referenced several of them um, in 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 the earlier part of the conversation. 
Uh, one is if, uh, if you're looking at uh, streamlining your investments and ensuring that the dollars that you are investing are working as hard as humanly possible, you're looking for a financial return on your investment. Um, and if you can do that with a, uh, with a system that is better integrated, a system that uh, potentially does more, um, that can provide inputs into HR and to other building management, uh, either other functional areas and other building management systems. I think that's that's really um, that that's important. You, we also discussed a little bit about um, you know the potential to eliminate some of the more traditional devices and whether it's credentials or readers or controllers or or, or what have you. And and so as technology evolves and um, and we get to that next phase, I think these are the kinds of things that strategically businesses need to be thinking about and thinking about access control um, as a component of a more holistic um, security and business operations environment. I think that's where when you get other functional groups involved, whether it's IT in addition to security, perhaps it's HR and facilities, getting those thoughts around the table to converge and and ladder up to an enterprise's strategy, I think is really, really critically important. And it's where really good integrators with great technology and, and, and good uh, experience can really come to the table and help have uh, some good strategic discussions around those kinds of ideas. Yeah, and kind of along the lines of that return on investment conversation that organizations should be having, I think one of the big um, areas of focus for a lot of organizations is doing a better job with um, utilizing business analytics or business metrics. And I think that, you know, as access control evolves, there are opportunities for access control to be, again, kind of a gateway to acquiring some really value business analytics. Are, are there any business metrics that come to mind for you that you think organizations ought to, you know, be evaluating based on what can be acquired through access control? Yeah, so I, I mean, there there could be things along the lines of um, uh, where you think about um, the job to be done for our customers, and I think that's something that we try to focus on. So if we think about what their business objectives are, and we can help them put together performance metrics, and it can be um, anything from uh, employee sort of uh, cultural um, kind of health metrics uh, around when, when employees are entering and leaving the building each day, uh, to what degree do they sort of fill up their workday within the environment and where they are within the environment in a, in a sort of a retail-oriented environment? Um, uh, is their uh, capacity being um, expanded or being leveraged uh, to, to the best extent? Are facilities being over or underutilized? Um, uh, are there implications around um, other costs around um, environmental conditions, whether it's heating and air conditioning and cooling and things of that sort based on where employees are spending their day and employee um, flow uh, through different parts of the building. So, so I guess they can be cost-oriented, they can be employee uh, cultural health-oriented, um, and they can even be um, sort of conversion rates around capacity and potential revenue performance oriented. So depending on what the, what the business 
um, values are and what the real job to be done for our customers is, uh, we can start to think about what kind of metrics can an access control system potentially feed into and provide some, you know, rich foundational data for. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when you, you talk about things like, um, you know, like access control, being able to provide data about, you know, how an employee is spending their day when they're coming, when they're coming in and out seems to be the thing that's the most obvious that kind of pops out in people's heads. And I think some people will say that, um, you know, if we want to get skeptical for a second, some people will say it all seems a little bit big brotherish, but there are clear benefits to smarter access control and there are also probably lines that shouldn't be crossed. Would you agree with that? Or, or how would you address that whole big brother concern? Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. And I think it's, it's incumbent upon us and our, and our customers as well to be transparent with their, uh, with their teams. Um, that, hey, here are some of the things that we're doing and here's why we're doing them. And, you know, just recognize that this is all um, in an effort uh, for us to provide a healthier working environment and for us to also measure um, uh, the way in which, um, you know, we're, 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 we're managing um, our teams. And, and, um, and I think if we're transparent about it and we share this with the, the stakeholders, um, we can kind of demystify some of that. Um, I think it's, it's when you're doing some of these things behind the scenes and in the background um, that you might have the potential for eyebrows to be raised and, and folks to raise their hand and say, you know, geez, I, uh, I wasn't sure that, that this was really a part of, uh, of the deal. So I think, you know, this notion of transparency and, and really making it part of an effort to improve all the way around, improve productivity uh, uh, is, is really a part of it.